podcast. The time is 9.02 and I'm here with Bimi. Um, Bimi is here with us. Super, super excited to have her. If you didn't know, we're doing a series called The Leap and we're, you know, inviting many women, you know, a bunch of, you know, incredible women who are trailblazers in their industries, they're trailblazers, you know, in their faith walk and, you know, they've just been an inspiration to us um, within the Wealthy Woman platform and so Bimi's one of them. We're very, very excited to have her. So Bimi is a friend of mine. We went to school together, but also, you know, we, we then met each other again um, many, many years later and, you know, just had mm-hmm. like minds and we've just connected based on that. So Bimi, I'll let you introduce yourself to our guests and to our mm-hmm. audience. <laughs> so yes, okay. Bimi, over to yeah. you. Thank you so, so much. My name is Bim Sola Ojo, um, just like Mwa has said. And um, first and foremost, I'm really excited to be here. You know, I've been blessed by wealthy women generally, and I really am passionate about everything that we stand for, you know, so definitely we're like-minded and I'm excited to be here. So my name is Bim Sola Ojo. I'm a cloud DevOps professional. I'm also a minister of the gospel. I am very passionate about all things technology, all things that has to do with God and his kingdom advancement, just, you know, seeing people um, live out their God-given potential. I also love things to do with women, particularly, you know, empowering women and letting them know that, you know, they can do everything that God has called them to do. So I think those are the major areas of my life, you know, technology. And that's where my business comes from, my relationship with God. And I also have the opportunity to lead a number of prayer groups. And then I'm married, you know, I'm married to the love of my life. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> love it. Love it. Thank you so much. I love how you touched on the fact that, you know, this is what I do um, as, uh, you know, as a professional, but this is also who I am and what I'm passionate about, you know, mm-hmm. minister of the gospel, passionate about women, like no surprise that we're having you here, Gwemi. You're literally, you know, <laughs> our piece of cake. So <laughs> thank you very yeah. much. Okay. Was- right into it. Right into it. This is the Leap series. And, you know, really what we're talking about is, you know, we're speaking to women who have taken the Leap in different aspects of life um over the course of the series you hear multiple different stories and i hope that it inspires you i hope it really you know it ministers to your heart basically if you're somebody who's considering taking the leap as regards to whatever it is in your life so Mimi, I know that you recently, you know, you had a post on viral and we had spoken about it, you know, even before it happened, um, mm-hmm. you know, that you were considering it. But you had, you know, you 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 left your nine to five, which was again, um, mm-hmm. I like to just touch on the fact that it was a very good nine to five as well. Yes. Just because sometimes people feel that, you know, the only time you take the leap is when you're full of frustration. <laughs> so, you know, you had a great, great career already and you mm-hmm. decided to, you know, take the leap into running your business full time. So the question I have for you is what were, you know, the series of events? So was there a chain of events? What was the series of events that led to you taking the leap? If you could give us a run through maybe across a couple of milestones, you know, what were the milestones? What was the catalyst that led to you deciding I'm going to take the jump now? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that question, Miwa. I mean, yeah, of course, the the, the first thing that comes to mind is um, that I really want to share is that it, it was really a process. Even though it's a leap and it looks like, okay, at some point you just rise and jump, like there has to be things that lead up to that leap, you know, to make it an effective one. And, um, you know, I feel like these details are important because people may have the impression that, oh, this girl just woke up one day and just quit her nine to five and she just moved into something, you know. <laughs> It doesn't happen that way. There's always a process if your leap is going to be very effective, you know. So for me, I think the the, the milestone, I think the first major milestone was, for me, was majorly the pandemic, you know. I don't know what the pandemic did to many people, but it really did a lot to me in terms of my spiritual life, my perspective about life generally. I just did not think that it was possible that things could just change overnight. A lot of things that people said were impossible became possible because of the pandemic. Oh, this organizations that would say, oh, we can never work from home. They had to work from home. I mean, it, it just redefined. So I was in a deep season of contemplation all throughout the pandemic. I don't, even till today, I don't believe I've recovered from that because that was a major milestone in my entire life's experience, you know? So that was the first one. You know, the fact that the pandemic changed my perception about work, my even my relationship with God, my perception about my service to God, which I thought was limited to church alone, you know, and many things like that, you know? So 
that was the first one. So I was in a season of deep contemplation and just being a lot more closer to God and just like, okay, fine. If life could change completely overnight, you know, that means anyone can lose their lives. Anyone, I mean, am I really living to the fullness of my potential? I had all those questions. And then um, when you have questions like that, the best place to find answers is from the word of God, because you don't want to be just unguardedly open to a realm of in deep thoughts you know you can easily be misled so you know with a lot of prayers and scriptures you know god really guided me in that season i took a lot a number of um training courses you know i don't know if i can mention them but i i did mention yes, of yeah there's a course by um pastor debola de jikurumi ddk um firebrand foreigner bible school i took that in that season i used to listen to my mentor apostle Joshua someone a lot in that season and i then realized okay fine there was a lot more to my life you know coincidentally my career was taking a different turn as well that they're just to be a lot of increase in professionals that had um, my skills which is cloud computing and devops during the pandemic and a lot of recruiters were reaching out to me would you like to take a new job this was a season where a lot of people were you know losing their jobs and all of that to cut the long story short that was the first milestone for me you know and then i started thinking differently you know so i understood that there was more to life than just regular nine to five you know just uh, working in one of the big falls and all of that and i knew that you know i could do more so god started really really preparing my heart it was in that season god confirmed to me that i wasn't going to do nine to five um mm-hmm. forever you know and that i should start building an alter- alternative economic system if i can use that word so yes. in that season you know god told me to start you know setting up structures so that I could eventually transition. So it took about three years to actually prepare for this leap that I took this year, you know, about two and a half years, you know. So that's why I said that there, there is a process to it. What did I do in the two and a half years? I was combining my nine to five with business and I was really, really praying a lot and making sure that I was in line with what God was saying about my life. We need to understand the fact that God has a very, very definite plan and purpose for everyone's life. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're background is i don't care what maybe you were born by you know by i mean it was an accident according to where your parents told you i don't even know it does not matter as long as you've landed on earth there is a definite assignment and purpose and the best way to find that is from god but the bible re- um, praying you know and being exposed to quality spiritual information to cut the long story short that was it for me so i knew that i was called to business i knew so for me what i'm doing is like i'm, I'm convinced that I'm, I'm, I'm in alignment with the will of god and this is where confidence comes from because the reason why i mean i I could now take because even even though god had spoken to me and had lots of visions lots of dreams and all of that it was still very difficult because launching into the unknown can be difficult i mean when i the first month after i transitioned i took the leap you know that was my first month of not getting a definite salary i'd been getting all my life like even when i was was always pocket money you know when you start working you start any so for me i was like oh my god like I, this is actually the first time in my life that i don't i don't know what's going to come into my account of course god blessed me in different mm-hmm. ways which i'm so grateful for even beyond my i mean my first month out because i was like that would be a confirmation for me if god is able to with in however way you know mm-hmm. still bless me the way he did during because at the end of the day even when you call what you call salary it's really still god's blessing anyway it's quite a long story short you know when i my confirmation was you know god eventually in multiple ways people were just sending me gifts and doing so many things and even giving me money and i was like oh wow you know these blessings are for everyone you don't have to be a, a pastor to enjoy god's blessings so for me I, well, there was a journey just to go back to the question you asked me it was a process you know god prepared me for about two and a half years major milestones the pandemic a rise for professionals that had my skills that was where i saw an opportunity for business god opened my eyes to see that okay fine you can actually start training people to help them get into this job since there are lots of opportunities that was another milestone and then i think the third major milestone was when i actually finally made that decision that you know what i'm going to leave my nine to five so i had combined it for many years i'll train during weekends train in the evening i knew that I was becoming too stretched beyond capacity. My secret place was becoming really affected. I was overworked. I knew it was time to make that leap. And I just had to. I, I hope I've answered the question, Miwa. <laughs> Thank you. Actually, your, your answer, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the podcast. Your answer is like amazing. Like you touched on, I was taking, I was actually taking notes as you were speaking so that I could just, you know, pull out some things that were nuggets for me even. Um, it's so interesting that you said, you know, number one, the pandemic, right? You know, it changed so much, right? It changed, the pandemic changed so much. And also, you know, it allowed people to see things from a different perspective. I think a lot of us were in that situation where, you know, we've been going through life, almost through the motions, right? You wake up, you go to work, you, you know, you come back home and you think that is life, right? And almost there was a sense of, 
you know, for me, what I feel anyway is that there was almost a sense of humanity starting to, you know, think they were God or to think they were in control. Mm. And I felt like everybody needed that to see that. Actually, the only, you know, and people say, oh, the pandemic was when there was a rise of, you know, people in the kingdom. It felt like everybody was now on their God, you know, on their faith walk. And I think that was because people came to the realization that that's the only person who's constant throughout time throughout like he doesn't change he doesn't you know he's there he was dead he didn't say oh me time on lockdown <laughs> exactly. I'm working from home. You know? <laughs> and i think that caused a shift in humanity to see that actually the things mm-hmm. that we thought we were in control of you know mm-hmm. we're actually not life is so fickle you know anything can happen um mm-hmm. we never thought we would, there would be a time that nobody nobody can travel nobody can step out nobody can get on the bus you know it was mm-hmm. just the life-changing time for you know and perspective changing time for us so i love mm-hmm. that you touched on that because i think until you said it i mm-hmm. you know in fact i now started processing you know as you were speaking mm-hmm. that for me and most people that I'm close to, it was also the time that things changed for them as well. Um, I also, you know, love that you said it was, you know, it also came, one of the milestones you've mentioned is that actually there was an increase in your career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that, oh, you are fired from your job or so, 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 and so. Mm-hmm. There was actually, you know, there was actually an increase in your career. However, it was, you know, all of the commitments and, you know, responsibility, you know, increased responsibility and perhaps power, authority was taken away from your secret place, you know, with God. Um, And the fact that you said, you know, you were just more aware of the fact that you have an assignment that is tied to you, a kingdom assignment. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I, I didn't take the Bible school, but I, I have the book and the workbook. So somebody, a mentor mm-hmm. of mine gave me um, Firebrand by Debola Dejikurumi as well. And that was one of mm-hmm. the books that really just woke me up. Um, So, you know, again... yes but one thing i wanted to touch on and it leads to my next question but i'll ask it before i go into the next question is that you said first one thing full-time business was the first month that you realized that again god can provide in however way it doesn't have to be the way that we expect or the way that we think or the way that we're used to and i think for many of us who are you know corporates you know we've grown up in corporate let me say that you almost think that oh my salary is coming from pwc or jp morgan or goldman sachs but it's the invisible hand of god regardless of you know whether or not it's coming from you know God yeah. is just using those places as avenues but how did you build up your faith in that month where I know that you've pre- you had prepared for it so I'm assuming that you had savings and you had you know you had security some sort of security or at least you know you had something to rely on a bit to an extent but that's not knowing that okay well what was going to happen this month how did you deal with that how did you walk in that spiritually physically you know how did you just manage that yeah, that, that's, that's a very good question. It's so important, you know. So even in the season of preparation I was talking about, I think generally we as believers, we need to really pray for God to open our eyes. You know, the Bible says that people use the analogy of Eden, like they were, it was flowing, there were four rivers flowing from Eden. And people tell you that at least as a believer, you need to have multiple streams of income. So mm. I feel like over time I have, I mean, I, I, I'm still on that journey of discovery. You know, I, I actually sat on one of my mentors yesterday and he was saying the same thing to me that, you know, most times we feel like we've been taught that, um, you know, the only thing that you have to offer the world is your degree. You know, so they, you go to a university and they give you a certificate and then you just take that all around. Okay, someone should employ me and all that. But there's so much potential that God has given you. And I'm saying that because that that's part of kind of the realization that I was having during my preparation season as well. God can one I mean your salary is just one way of God blessing you you can literally mm. sit down and think about your life that okay what else has God given me you know one of the gifts that I believe that God has given me so strongly is being an encourager you know I just I just really enjoy encouraging people you know sometimes you even take something like that for granted because like oh what's the big deal but think about somebody that just gets overwhelmed when you're telling them about their problems they don't really it's not like they don't care about it I mean they're just not like that you know because God has given you that as a gift so God as i mean you can speak properly you're beautiful there's so much more potential that you have and we need to be able to realize these things even if you're passionate about god that is potential you can call your friends you can pray for them you can encourage them so my point is by the time you realize the things that god has put on the inside of you and you begin to sharpen them you're giving god more room to bless you and it's not like you do god's work because you're expecting things in return but the truth is when you're giving yourself to the things of god you're helping people you're i mean god puts it in their heart to bless you in return as well and these are some of the ways that i enjoyed god's blessings after and i'm glad that i even had to leave my night because it really made me think again that okay fine god even if you're going to bless me and that's why 
you know, Elisha told the told the widow that go and borrow vessels. Like you need something that God is going to fill. So mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, fine. You know, what else do I have? I can pray for people. I can encourage people. I can randomly just call people up and ask how they are doing, you know, and by the time you grow in the things of God, even your spiritual discernment is so sharpened. Like sometimes God, because I pray for people, God will reveal things about them to me. And I'll just call them randomly. Or oh, what's wrong with you? And be like, do you know, I'm actually in the hospital right now. And there's no way, as in, it was God that put that prompt. Anyway, my point is, is that was just one aspect, you know, mm-hmm. amongst many other things that God can put on your heart and God gives you so you need to discover the more that is on the inside of you so you open yourself to multiple channels that God can bless you in so now in terms of you know how did I navigate the first of course I was really afraid for me my own case was not really that I had a lot of savings to be very honest and I I think I would depending on your faith level right I think the advisable and the wise thing to do is before you make that leap at least even someone like Mr. Bukawashika was listening to her one time and she said that you need to have at least six months savings I mean, you should be able to take care of yourself for six months before taking that leap. So your savings should be up to that. You know, for me, in my own case, I more or less just looked at the potential of what I could earn after taking that leap. You know, so I, this thing depends on your faith level. And you build your faith over time. You know, you build your faith over time. You don't want to be, I mean, faith is something that is built. You know, the Bible says that if you have faith as a mustard seed, so you can have faith as a mustard seed, you can have faith as, um, you know, a pumpkin seed, you can have faith as an, you know, so you build these things over time. So in my own case, I more or less took the leap based on, it was more of a faith work, like, okay, fine. If God could have done all of this with me, if God could have prospered the business so much with the fact that I was combining with my nine to five, imagine if I'm able to dedicate 100% of my time to building this business and building the other things that God has placed in my hands, I could potentially earn more than what I'm earning in my nine to five. So I took my step of faith based on that. So even though I wouldn't say I had savings for up to six months i wouldn't even say i had mm-hmm. two. maybe <laughs> i don't know how much savings yeah. i had but it wasn't really a lot but yes. i knew what could be yes based on the track record of all so those are the two things i would guide is either you actually have the money on on hand or you have substance of things hoped for that's what the bible calls oh, faith you know yes. of for evidence of things not seen so and and it's based on something even when god told abraham to sacrifice isaac like there was still something he held on to that okay fine if god is asking me to give up the son god is able to raise up a child that is dead god is able to give me another child so there's still something you're looking forward to so it's still not a blind pursuit it's not like you know you just leave and then you now don't know what to do again there has to be potential that okay these are things that these are avenues that god can bless me in these are things that i could potentially be doing with my time that God can, you know, send finances um, to me. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that you said, you know, is it that you have this fact? I think I'm going to turn this into a quote. <laughs> is it that you have the savings or you have the substance of things hoped for? Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, when you listen to personal development um, mentors, and of course they're right, you know, they speak based on experience, but sometimes, right, um, in fact, most times God uses the foolish things of these of this world to confound the wise, right? And sometimes, or let me just say most times again, he doesn't work the way that, you know, he's not he's not bound to the way that perhaps everybody else in the world or leaders or mentors work. He's bound to the particular person. So for some people, their own their own instruction is yes, I need you to save for one whole year before mm. you quit. And that's what is going to, you know, maybe because of their own assignment or where he expects them to go. You know, some people have a very different maybe if he's calling somebody to full-time ministry or he's calling somebody to you know i don't know you know whatever full-time ministry or an assignment that requires mm-hmm. them to not do any work that's also possible sometimes right Absolutely. if that person can have an instruction that you know what you have to save for a year but mm-hmm. after you save for this year you will never have to worry about how you eat again but you will do my assignment and going to some people it's i need you to go now by next month next month is your last month in mm-hmm this business or in this company or in this journey stand. So everybody's journey and instruction is always different. It's a substance of things hoped for. There's always the blanket advice that, you know, you tend to hear on podcasts or mm. when you hear people speaking. And I love that you touched on this because a lot of people are held back and they feel like even if they have some inspiration, they think, I know it can't be God because I meant to save six months of my salary. I meant to have emergency savings, this savings, that savings, you know. <laughs> so it can't be God that's speaking to me. But also separately, sometimes, you know, when people say six months of savings, 12 months of savings, that can also be for you who, I don't even know where I'm going to start from, but I know that I'm done, right? I don't have a business yet. I don't have proof of concept. I just know that I'm done and I'm 
from it's very different from somebody who has proof of concept which means if i've done it before i can do it again you know so it's very very different in that sense so i love and i love 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 that you touched on the fact that you said sharpen the skills that god gives you so that you mm-hmm. open more avenues of blessings like when you know when when he told the woman to bring more vessels you know sometimes we're praying to walk on that open heavens praying mm-hmm. to walk on that you know rain but you don't have buckets that are open you know that's you've arranged on the floor to pick up the water that mm-hmm. is coming um mm-hmm. so again that's you know it's such an incredible point so one thing i want to ask is when whenever you deal with doubt whenever you deal with you know not being sure you know or um of course there's confirmation from god and oftentimes you get that but there's still a little bit of doubt you know you have the confirmation and maybe you're just asking god i'm guilty of that anyway i have mm-hmm. the confirmation just say just one more just one more you know like gideon <laughs> but how do you deal with that when you have confirmation but you're still dealing with doubt and you just yeah. want to be sure or you know yeah how do you deal with that yeah absolutely very very solid question you know so what i would say is um i, I mean journaling that's the first thing I, that you know the Holy Spirit just put on my heart you have to write things down especially when you're on a journey of purpose you're very you're, you're living intentionally you have to document your experience the Bible says, write the vision down, make it plain, so that anybody that reads it will understand it. As in, there's a reason why God told Moses to document the Ten Commandments. You need to write things down because you will forget. You will forget. And it's when you forget the journey that you're on and you begin to look at the, the, the wind, just like when um, Jesus told Peter to come to walk on water, you know, and, and you know, as long as his eyes were on Jesus, he was able to walk conveniently on water. But by the time he started looking i mean he says oh my god i'm actually working oh my god you know you get distracted and you start mm-hmm. thinking you know so you need to you need to write what your you need to document your journey with god you need to write down your convictions you need to write down prophetic moments you have a prophetic dream today where god was calling you you know god god told you a, a conviction was marked in your heart you need to write that down write the date and as much as possible, you need to read it as often as possible. The Bible says that even if jo- it was telling Joshua that this book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. You mm. shall meditate on it day and night. Mm. Why? So that you can observe to do everything that is according. And that's talking about the word of God generally. And that's the principle that applies even to your purpose and your destiny as well. You need to write down what God has shown you. The Bible says that, behold, I come in the volume of books. It is written of me to do your will. So it's even written somewhere already. As it's revealing it to you, you need to write it down as well. Write it down. So you can go back and refer to it. If you don't, like... The, that's the danger. That's what causes. Oh my God! I'm getting. You're getting distracted because you will start. I mean, we're living in a very distracted world. You can easily see yeah. things that would, you know, that would make you lose your faith. You know, you will look at somebody's life. Somebody is sharing their story on Instagram. That oh, they did this. They did that. It didn't work out. That's not what you want to be exposed to. You have the, 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 the you have to be more exposed to what God has said concerning you than any other mm-hmm. voice. So that way, it strengthens your conviction and you need to do it regularly. You need to repeat it to yourself because you will forget. That's how the mind works, especially in the heat of it. So for me, that's what I do personally. Like sometimes I go back to my journals 2021 and I'm shocked. I can't believe I wrote these things down. Like really? This is what wow. God said. I'm telling you, I'll be, I'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Some of the things that God showed me back then has come to pass already. Some of them give not. But I'm like, God is faithful. If God told me this in 2012, that oh, when we started business and i'm looking at the business right now 15 months down the line i'm like oh my god see how much impact we've made we've trained over 70 people we've done this people have been getting jobs and all of that it encourages me to stay through to what god has shown me that's where i that's how i fight fear honestly i just go back to what has been written and of course apart from the revealed word which is rema for your own life like you to always study scriptures. Yes. Scriptures would always boost your faith. When you read the story of Joseph, you read the story of David, there's nobody on a path to greatness that it's always rosy and always easy. There will be days where you're down. There will be days where you're feeling like, oh my God, am I sure I heard God? So the first one is journaling. Journal your own personal experience. The things that God has revealed, your Rema word, the things that God revealed to you personally about your own life, write it down. The second one is you need to read scriptures 
What has God said to you as a believer, as a child mm. of God? What are the things that you have access to? The Bible says that I will lend to nations and not borrow. The Bible says that I am your shepherd. You shall not want. That scripture alone is so powerful when it comes to provision. Because like, God, how can you be my shepherd and I don't have money to pay my bills? How oh. is that possible? You have to take these things back. That's the second thing. The third thing I will say is your company, your association is extremely important. Yeah. You need to be surrounded. And that's why a platform like Wealthy Woman, I, I, I mean, I, I just love it so much. Because you have godly women coming together, like-minded people. You need to be surrounded by godly friends. You know, someone was telling me um, recently that, you know, she was looking at the life of Daniel. She was like, do you know that it was easy for Daniel to say, oh, I will not defile myself with the food that the king is giving us and all of that. But on that journey, for him, I think it was about one or three years of preparation. I can't remember now that they had something in the king's palace. It was easy for him because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego too were on that. Po- they were they took that position. Yes. At- so it was not him alone. Imagine only you, because you will be discouraged if you're the only one on the journey. Only you. You decided not to not to eat the king's palace every day. They are bringing chicken. Discouraging. I'm telling you, one day you will bet it. They will convince you to join. You know, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't even be ginger you. It's not just him. So he knew that so three friends backing him. When the children were down, they went all together. They were all ginger behind him. Like, it is so important to be associated, to be surrounded with God. <laughs> and that's all I need I'm actually laughing out loud. It's so, so true. That, that, that case study is fantastic because, like you said, you know, people on the journey with you, but also you have to be, you know, there's an element of, and I'm sure I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this, but there's an element of being protective about God's, you know, what God has revealed to you, um, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. Not because, not from a, oh, from a place of fear, not because if I speak it out, it's not going to happen. No, but sometimes, you know, it's who, you know, so you know, you can tell the same idea to two friends, right? Mm-hmm. One person you leave the conversation, and it's not because it's a bad thing, or it's not because that person doesn't like you, but one person you leave the conversation thinking of worst case scenarios, one person you leave the conversation thinking that you can conquer the world, right? Mm-hmm. And there are two different people, they both love you, but mm-hmm. again, their perception of what is possible is very different, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes what happens is we're careless with who we share that idea, that prophecy, that promise mm-hmm. with. And that person is able to nurture and steward that thing for us. Do you understand? Yes. Like, that person, and it's not their responsibility, of course. You know, mm-hmm. there's some people in your life who are called, they're meant to be your Elizabeths, right? They're Absolutely. meant to call out the greatness. But some people, they're not. It's not. They're not mm-hmm. sent to that aspect of your life. Exactly. They're your friends. It's just, they're not just, you know, they're not assigned to that aspect of your life. Um, and so if you're careless with that, you know, you share it with them. And then the next thing you, you start thinking, oh, me gone, maybe my own, you know, maybe maybe my own dreams are too big. <laughs> and so be careful with that too. Like you said, mm-hmm. the company, because one, accountability, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the case of you know Daniel, but two, also being guarded with you know who you're sharing, who you're able to share these like big goals, big dreams, you know, the purpose, the blueprints, you know, that God is revealing to you, who are, who you're able mm-hmm. to share it with. Honestly, this is this is so 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 good. I just love the realness of this. I think it helps to hear conversations from people who break it down like you said you know i didn't just wake up and say oh i want to jump right and there was a process there was process and preparation but also a lot of faith that was involved with this and all that so i want to ask another question to mm-hmm. you um the question i want to ask is that as a woman of faith right and you, you know, you're also showing up in the marketplace you know you're a king and a priest basically that's what you mm-hmm. are right now yes you have any you know tips any thoughts you know just lessons maybe what are the things that you would like to share give me like one or two um points that you'd like to share with somebody who's currently navigating that they're at the beginning of that um mm-hmm. even if it's books that you recommend you know for somebody okay. who's trying to navigate i want to be a king and a priest but i'm not really sure how i play both you know I, i'm always feeling like i don't want to you know i don't i don't know i don't want to lean towards one too strongly and all that how do you help that person break through that um yeah Yeah. okay that's that's such a good one like the first thing i would say is you have to be mentored i mean the bible says that follow those 
who through faith and patience have obtained the promise. Like, mm. we, we are not, especially the Christian walk. I know some people use, in the world, we use the terminology self-made millionaire and all of that. Like, even in the real sense of it, somebody will tell, people will tell you that there's no such thing as a self-made millionaire. Yeah. Even things, even if you feel like your parents abandoned you, like, that's even the reason why you were spurred to actually want to make something out of your life. So they contributed to, to your journey. So you can't, there's no such thing as being self-made. Nothing like that. You have to, According to scriptures, one of the pa- one of the ways to actually experience greatness and become everything that God has put on inside of you is through mentorship, and mm. you will see that a lot, in, you know, in how you know God in different people's stories in the Bible. So you have to, you know, study the lives of people that God. And when I say mentorship, it doesn't have to even be a one-on-one relationship, right? You don't need to meet that person. Like there's so many people. For example, I gave, I, sp- I spoke about DDK. I've yeah. read so much of our materials, like especially over the last three years. I just met her for the first time three months ago. Mm-hmm. And by the time we're speaking one on one, like she was like, like, she was just looking at me like, who is this girl? Like, she <laughs> things and I'll literally be completely because I listen to her so much. I know how she thinks. I understand her kingdom paradigm. She actually made a comment about it during the retreat that we had with her that, wow, like my followership is commendable. Like she said that. What am I trying to say? I'd never met her in person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd never had a one on one conversation with her, but I'd been exposed to her books. So there is absolutely no reason why somebody would feel like there's absolutely no reason why somebody would feel like you know oh there's no one to mentor me or i don't know there are youtube videos online just look at that female figure of someone that you feel like is acting in in that capacity as a king and a priest and it doesn't have to be in your line of work what if i if i can give examples of lots of black women we have someone like juma kadinawa who really demonstrated she has a YouTube channel. Her videos are there for free. She talks about her convictions. We have Mrs. Ibukwan Wishika. We have DDK. We have all these people. It may not be connected. Maybe Sarah Jakes. Maybe whoever. You know, but you need to find people that you're connected to. People that you just free can be, you know, whoever, you know, and listen to them. Be mentored by them. Read their material. And sometimes God even reveals these things to you. The Bible says that he sets the solitary in families. I believe very strongly that everyone belongs to a spiritual tribe. And over time, you will see people that you're drawn to. There's a reason why you're drawn to this preacher and you're not drawn to the other preacher. It's not because you're not called. It's just because of where God is taking you and your own unique assignment. So talking about manifesting yourself as a priest and a king, for me, it really came a lot from being mentored, reading books by these people that I mentioned. You have to be exposed to, you know, information, light. That's what the Bible says, light. Like you need light. You need illumination. Once you're exposed to light to wisdom it opens up your mind to what is possible and you continue to ask questions how are these people doing it how are they balancing both roles and then your mind is open you know to that you know and then the second thing i would say is your secret place is so important so mm. having been exposed to all these materials and all of that god has a very unique dealing on your own life specifically so you're not using their lives as a template you're only using it as a guidance for what is possible yes. when you expose yourself to their materials it opens up your mind and then you can now receive because your mind has to be open like god works with our minds there are some things that you can never ever receive if your mind is unable to receive it like if you're not exposed to that level of um, information you cannot receive it as in there's nothing god will be showing you you'll be interpreting it differently you know so you have to so once you've exposed your mind you've you've exposed yourself to all these women that are doing mighty things and all of that your secret place is so important so god what is now your own blueprint for my own personal life and you need to keep asking that question daily that's why it's called your secret place your time alone with god as a king and a priest you cannot joke with it because that's your meeting that's where heaven invades earth on a daily basis you're exposed to god and he's able to reveal things to you about your life he's able to give you insight so and this is a direction i feel like generation has not really pressed into it lot because most times we feel like the manifestation of god is just in healing signs and wonders and all those miracles same way he does that for people that are ministering, you know, um, in the church context. The same way he can do those miraculous acts in your career as well. He's, he can give you, uh, you know, innovative ideas in sales and marketing. He can reveal things to you in scriptures that only you, you just, you're like, oh my God. So this is the secret to sales. And that's what God does. 
but that only happens in your secret place. That will not happen when you're, you know, when you're being mentored. Mentorship will open up your mind. Then you go back and sit down with God. That okay, what is my own blueprint? And then it begins to show you. Okay, based on where I'm taking you to, you know, this is oh, just read the scripture. And then it begins to open up your mind and all of that. And when you receive these things from God, praying in the spirit is also extremely needed as a king and a priest. You have to pray in tongues a lot because praying in tongues helps you to align to the perfect will of God. It also helps to accelerate the downloads and give you understanding of what God is trying to say to you. So your secret place, you know, the time where you're meeting with God and your secret place, what drive me, it can be any time, preferably early in the morning, depending on your schedule, you can do it late in the evening as well. But it's just a time where you're alone with God. The book I recommend, if you don't know how to structure your secret, there's a book called The Secret, Secrets of the Secret Place. It's by Bob Sodge. It's such a powerful book of the secret place thank secrets you secrets of the secret place it's to help you understand it's a very simple book like it just uses everyday experiences to let you know as long as busy as life is like how do you make out that time for god simple things like just being in the room and closing the door you'll be surprised how much impact that has <laughs> on preparing your mind to receive from god so i yeah. recommend that so um you know being mentored and mentorship also comes with as well when i say expose yourself to this man so read books by your mentors and all of that books up a lot god you know and then your secret place making sure that you have a time with god you may you may start i mean i believe in the law of processes but it may just be 10 minutes that you can do every day to start with after six months or after three months or so increase the timing just make sure you're growing before you know it every single day you're spending one hour with god Praying in tongues too as well. You may only be able to do five minutes. After a while, ten minutes. After a while, you're able to pray in tongues for up to an hour. You know, so that, those are the things I would recommend to really guard your office as a king and a priest. And okay, let me add one more. You have to, which is more from a um, kingly perspective. Now, as a king in the industry, um, you know, you, you actually have to be very competent. It's non-negotiable. So, which means that as you're preparing yourself spiritually, you're downloading and all of that, you're also going for top-notch trainings in your field. You're in sales and marketing. You're, you're enrolling for trainings that are top. You understand the best salesman in the world. You understand, you know, the, I mean, you're in technology. You understand the highest paid data analytics, analytics professional in the world. You need to expose yourself mm -hmm. to the best of the best. You need to have a champion's mindset. You need to have a craftsman's mindset you know where you are challenging yourself to actually be very excellent because the anointing also flows on excellence you know when you're when you're striving to be excellent to be really really good at what you do you also give god more room to find expression wow <laughs> you're ministering to me as well touch on the fact you said you know because sometimes people they're, they're listening i just want to recap mentorship you know your secret place and then excellence in the marketplace. And that is so important. Like I feel like a lot of times, especially as Christians, you know, we want to pray on top of half-baked work, right? And you know, we say that God Himself is an excellent God. Look, just just need to open your window and look outside, you know, at the beauty of the world. And you know, nothing is incomplete. Do you understand? Complete that he starts. So he's an excellent God, and excellence looks like consistency. It looks mm. like research. It looks like mm. learning. It looks like mm. asking for mentor. It looks like all of that. So that when you now go into your secret place, you know, you've done your own and you now leave room for exceedingly and abundantly to take place. Um, so, 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 so key. So awesome, baby. There's one question mm -hmm. I have for you, which is always the, you know, I just have one question for you. In fact, no, two, mm -hmm. now that I think about it. Um, <laughs> And this is, these are questions I haven't prepped, so they come from our conversation. So they're always the wild card questions. So mm. in your role, leaving your job, you know, moving out into, you know, full-time entrepreneurship, there are two, two people that I want to ask, you know, how is it speaking to them? One, because you're Nigerian. I want to know what your parents thought. <laughs> yeah, of course. Important. And two, I guess how the, you know, support from your husband also came through. So again, okay. your loved one. Yes. Yeah. So... That's a that's a very good one because it plays a huge role. We yeah. don't know how much this this plays a huge role. So I think starting with my parents, I mean it's <laughs> such a good question. I think my parents and that's why I said these things, you really grow into it. I think my parents have come to over time trust my sense of judgment. Of course, this didn't come on a platter of gold as 
Imagine. <laughs> you have to build a track record for your parents to trust your decision. <laughs> you know, so I feel like over time, I, I, it's taking a while because, I mean, when I was much younger, you know, of course, especially Yoruba parents, I think that's another thing. They tend to impose their plans. They want you to be this. They want you to be that and all that, you know. But I'm telling you that right from when I was a teenager, over 10 years ago, like, I've just always been very decisive that, okay, you know what, that, and I've always, I think the Holy Spirit just guided me to be able to negotiate with them effectively. So I'm like, okay, fine. I want to do this. So for example, when I was growing up, my dad wasn't really too keen about too many church activities. He was a Christian, but he just didn't believe in going to doing too much. He would tell you, oh, I mean, they that serve God must serve in spirit and in truth. I mean, I mean, your real spiritual life is very personal. It's not about activities, that, which is, I mean, it's true, but I really wanted to be involved in church activities like drama. But my dad wasn't keen. So I was like, okay, fine. So what are you, what, what, what are your fears? You think it's going to affect my academics? I'll be, okay, give me three months, right? I'm going to combine drama and academics. And if I don't do well in my academics, then I'll have to drama again. So I feel like God just gave me that kind of wisdom early on. I'm telling you, these are the conversations I've always had with my parents growing up. So they'll give me some time. And of course, it comes with a lot of me praying as well. I just prayed that God, I really want to be involved in this. I'm not asking to go to the club. I'm asking to be in drama units in like, come on. Anyways, so, you know, so, and they'll watch me and they'll see that, okay, my, my academics was not affected. So that helps to build a, a level. I mean, you'll be surprised how much these things add up in the long run. A level of confidence. Okay, fine. This girl seems to know what she's doing. Again, I mean, and I did that a number of times. You know, I made some decisions. I'd be like, okay, fine. I know you're not happy with this, but can you just give me time? I promise you. I promise you. And honestly, if you're making your parents those kind of promises, like, you actually have to do your best to make sure that it happens. Like, they need to see you put, even if it doesn't happen eventually but they will see the effort that you put in to ensure that you kept your word so that's been my relation with my parents over time of course i i mean as a nigerian daughter as well every now and then i send them you know gifts i send them things you know just to appreciate them and all so when i said i was going to make this move i felt like because of that track record of okay they know that this girl kind of knows what she's doing we've we've watched that over time because you need to you need to get to the point where your parents kind of even if they don't say it because a lot of course most times they won't say these things i don't know why <laughs> you would know you would know what they perceive you know so i feel like because over time we've been able to build that trust you know i'll tell them that you know don't worry don't worry don't worry, i'll sort this out and all of that and they've been able to see that it really helped in, in yeah. them having confidence you know in the fact that i could do this now it's everybody's journey that will be like that and that's where things like prayers come in and that's the things like even negotiation that okay you know what dad mom i'm trying to decision you can give them options that you can give them a boundary that okay you know what that i promise you that if this business doesn't work out i will go back into into my yeah. career you know so if you say that it gives them a level of security that okay fine even though in your heart you know you, you just have to say something because you guys are not on the same faith level it's not mm -hmm. them revealed all these things to you are the one that's receiving it so you need to be able to let them know that okay you know what this is what God has revealed to me. This is where I'm going to. However, even if it doesn't work out, I promise you, I'm going to go back to my nine to five. But deep down, you know that that's not an. You know that well. You yeah, don't know what you're trusting. That's the worst case scenario. But it gives them a sense of security. So it gives you time to also build. You're not under pressure. You're giving a lot of time. I'm telling you, a lot of this wisdom actually really comes from God. I believe very strongly that when God is calling you to do the impossible, there is a corresponding wisdom that just the same way resources come with assignment as well. I believe very strongly that wisdom comes is comes so because if God is going to do something big he has to send things that you need and that's I mean you, he's not just going to send you the Bible says that when I sent you out lackest thou anything and this thing about it's not just material things like wisdom people that are going to help me out and these are things you need to actually take to God don't be afraid to say God okay what am I going to tell my parents so I mean Moses was negotiating that okay how about this <laughs> Why would you call me out of this and tell me to go? I don't mind. I'll just go and be talking to Pharaoh. What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm telling you, I don't know how God does it. Just, I'm just in the wilderness. I'm just tending my father in law's um, ship. I'm just telling me, go and meet Pharaoh and go and tell him to let my people go. Who am I? Can we just go and stand before Pharaoh like that? How is it? What are you talking about? I don't know how God works. You'll be talking to it's so stressful. <laughs> so you need to ask it. Okay, fine. I understand what you're trying to say, God. But how about this? There's nothing wrong with that. He answered all Moses' question. Of course, at some point, God yeah. was like, "Come on, what are you?" I mean, this is okay, getting too much. <laughs> exactly. It's so but, true. 
I, I feel like sorry to cut you there, but no the, 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 the first time I read, you know, that chapter, just that interaction in Exodus with Moses and God, I was laughing because like, <laughs> I was like, I love when you see a Bible character and they really reflect like the modern day person, right? Like those are the same, like those are the same frustrations, questions, doubts that you have, but you'll be scared, you know, because yeah. you have reverence for God and all that. But just to see somebody else be like, when I get there, and then after he asked God all the questions, he was like, actually, no, sorry. <laughs> Another person. <laughs> like, actually, you know what? Don't worry. I don't, I'm not going, you know. Sometimes that's how we feel. But yeah, sorry. As soon as you said that, I just, it's I couldn't so so <laughs> I'm so happy you said that. Honestly, absolutely. That's, that's exactly how it is. So you feel free to ask God, okay, what am I going to tell you? And you'll be shocked at the level of wisdom that he will grant you. Mm. Some of this wisdom, may, may I just give you my own example? Some of these things are very customized as well. But your parents may even be faith, and there are some people, their parents are actually men of men and women of faith. My mm-hmm. parents are not really that deep and all that, so you mm-hmm. have to at least give them tangible things to hold on. So, and there's nothing but everybody's on a different walk with God. Some people, their parents are pastors or maybe they are ministers and they've made up their minds that these children are a seed to God. So anything you tell them, they are ready. I have friends that their parents are ready that will, you, yeah, I've given you all these harder covenants with they've already made you. They've already sold you out to God, so going to meet them is so easy. That I okay, fine. As long as they'll just pray for you and continue to support you, you know. So for me, that was really it. I God granted me wisdom for my parents. I told them that see, don't worry, things are going to be okay. It's not going to stop. And for me, the gifts that I sent to my parents monthly and all of that, none of that has stopped because that was why I trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. That is me. You called. You didn't call my parents. So I don't want anybody to start feeling the impact of oh, you're in an active employment. Yeah. Thing, still yeah. needs to go according and i made that so let's not be afraid to make this request before god he understands our needs the bible says that if earthly fathers can provide for their own children how much more your heavenly father by the way you, you're making the decision out of a conviction that you want to do more for god all this leap the leap that we're talking about you're launching into more you want to be able to do more for the kingdom of god this is not for self-aggrandizement like you're actually because you're probably even comfortable in what, what you're doing already my night five was very comfortable I could take care of myself, take care of my family. I mean, I was really mm-hmm. doing well, but I knew that God was calling me to more. And more is associated to more lives being impacted, more things being done for the kingdom of God. So I'm making decision under God. God has to make it work. You know, so let's not be afraid to bring back all these concerns before God. So that's about my, my parents, my husband as well. So from his own perspective, I mean, I really, it's very important. I mean, every time we have an opportunity, we need to continue to emphasize the importance of marrying rights, honestly, because yeah. God knows is taking you to like you have to marry the person that god has i believe very strongly i mean with all due with all humility that honestly i mean god really really chose my husband for me and it has really made my work easy so he has always known that you know this girl you know she's a woman of faith and all of that like from his own perspective the support that he also gave me was like you know what see i mean we're just going to run from the same post like i mean my body is your body so that also helps me and, and different families run differently right he was open enough to say that you know what whatever i have we'll share it i mean it's our money and so that also gave me a level of okay fine you know what why in this together you know so because so the, i would say that, that that was also a very strong pillar for me as well and even make that decision it was part of the that's why i said that every if god is calling you to do more he will make provision available so for you even that supportive husband is a very strong pillar that you can rely on as well even if the support is just emotional because we don't know how impactful that is like you don't want to be in the same house with somebody who does not believe in your dream and any little problem they are constantly telling you why this is not going to work so even if it's that support of even if it's not financial even if it's just that support of you know what's winding this together i'm going to make sure you succeed in this and they actually act in accordance that's so powerful so my husband is very supportive he has made up his mind that whatever it is that i want to do <laughs> you know as long as it's in alignment with the kingdom of god and also let me also talking about negotiation as well like I also am very mindful of my role in my husband's life because as long as you're a married woman, you have your office as a wife as well, which is very from your office as a mother to your children. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people just mix everything up. The Bible has called you a help me. So I even see it as a job on its own. So I actually have my assignments to my, my husband as well, taking care of him, doing all of that. And again, I just make sure that none of this is affected by the fact that I made the sleep. 
So it has that sense of security that, you know what? I mean, nothing is going to change. We're still, I'm still going to do whatever it is I've agreed to do with you, whether it's cooking yeah. for you, whether it's managing this for you. So there's nothing changing in that aspect. So I think that that's really what I, that, 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 that's my answer to the question. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'll ask you, the, you know, those two questions because, again, you know, we had talked a lot about, obviously, you know, your work with God, the faith, the secret place. We had talked about mentorship. We had talked about, you know, all of these things and, Oftentimes, you know, because we are women, right, we cannot ignore, we can never ignore that there are these other aspects of our lives yes. that are very, very important yes. and very, very key. You know, you can have all the ambition in the world, but if you don't have a support system, if you don't have, again, if your partner is not supportive, it mm. affects much more than you, mm -hmm. you know, you think. Um, and so it was just very important for me to touch on that. Um, so, yes, yeah. honestly, can I, really... <laughs> can I quickly add something? Of course. I'm thinking of people in situations where their um, partners are not supportive, their parents are not supportive and all that. I want you to be rest assured, again, if God has truly called you, like, things can change. So for mm -hmm. example, even early days, I've already given an example, early days of my trying to walk with God and all of that, my parents, especially my dad wasn't really supportive, was skeptical about so many, all of this is also out of love sometimes, the way they, they uh, express their love. But I remember many times I would take it to God in prayers that God, if these are the things that, I read, that you really want me to do, you know, I, I need my parents to be on board with this I, and that's where wisdom comes from. So please, I want you to know, I know people say that you cannot change men and all of that, but the Bible says that the heart of kings is in the hands of the lord i'm not talking about changing um you know who they are and all of that but in terms of how they relate to you and being acceptance of the things that god has put on the side of you i believe very strongly that that can change with prayers and with holding on to what god has shown you so if you're in a situation where you feel like you're not being supported by your parents by your husband and all of that please know that that can change don't let that discourage you that can just be a storm on the way you can Hold on to the word of God, and that can actually be, it, it can change. I can assure you, I've seen that happen. So, yeah, I yes. just thought to add that. That's such a good point. I think if you've tried the negotiation, rather than trying to attack the person, because the person, like you said, it's always out of love most times. You know, the person is just trying to be risk, is it risk averse? Um, they're yes. just trying to, you know, you know, just protect you. And so, what mm. you do, just pray to the Lord that, you know, the Lord will work on their own heart, you know, for yes. you, rather than trying to attack them. Because like you said, everybody's faith journey is different. You know yes. your own revelations in the secret place, but your parents were not there. Your exactly. husband, as much as he's close to you, he was not there. <laughs> You're the one who will now translate that message to him that this is what God is telling me. Do you understand? Exactly. And you pray to God that God wants to go and meet this man to explain so, so, so. And so, please, yes. minister to him ahead of time, you know, or yes. at least to work yes. on his heart. So, it's such an important point. Love it, love it, love it. Mimi, where can people find you um i know that after this session a lot of people will want <laughs> um i apologize in advance for the influx of dms but people will want to reach out to you <laughs> so Jess, where can we find you both your i want to know your professional your you know your business page maybe your linkedin your instagram where can we find okay so yes on linkedin my name is Bimsalaojo. you just search for Bimsalaojo. you'll find me then instagram is also a very good place i mean i'm very active on instagram so my instagram handle is at bimisola two underscores well, that's another thing if you press if it's one underscore you wouldn't find me <laughs> so it's two underscores ojo so at bimisola underscore underscore ojo you would find me on instagram and that was the same for Twitter as well. Bimsola underscore I'm not so active on Twitter. I think Instagram is much better. Then from a professional perspective, you know, LinkedIn, just search for Bimsola Ojo. And once you see Cloud DevOps, you would see me. You would find me there. So that, those are the best ways to communicate with me. And I'm always happy to respond to people. In terms of our business page, my business name is Cloud Booster. So Cloud Booster. Cloud Booster. Uh, instead of E-R, just an A. So that's C-L-O-U-D-B double o s t a that's a cloud booster everywhere linkedin instagram facebook um twitter you can always find us there and if you would like to be a part of what we're doing you can reach out to me as well or reach out to us send us a dm <laughs> thank you baby we're actually going to tag all of these pages as well and once it goes live so that people can find you know in case there are differences in the handles and all that so we'll make sure that they're tagged correctly um, oh, if you're also you know again we've talked so much about kingdom about purpose about marketplace about excellence all of that you know your goals and everything but i wanted to just touch on the fact that also if you're a career person you want to pivot to tech or you want to advance your tech career you want to you know upgrade yourself and up level yourself with skills of the future 
um, you should definitely check out Cloud Booster. Um, they're doing some incredible work there. So please mm-hmm. reach out to them if you're somebody Thanks. who's considering that. There's a mm-hmm. lot happening there um, that you know that would be very useful for you. Jimmy, thank you so much. Well, oh, thank you for having me.